Hi, Miss Baby. It's Kiara. So this is my second podcast on oral history, on the oral history project. Hi, Bob Guzik consent to be recorded for the purpose of the oral history project for U.S. history at Roseville High School. I understand that other students will listen to my story. All right, so can you please tell me your full name and birth date? Bob Guzik, November 26th, 1949. And did you grow up with any siblings? Yes, I had two sisters. Were they older or younger? Both sisters were younger. And how long have you been living in the United States? All my life. And what, um, have you been to anywhere outside of the country? Yes. I've been to Canada, Indonesia, England, Japan, Puerto Rico, Bahamas. That's about it. <laughs> Mexico. Um, did you go there for any like specific reason, like for seeing your family or like work or anything? I went to Japan, Indonesia, and England for business. All the other places were for pleasure. Nice. Um, what, what kind of, like, which states in America did you live in? And like, how long did you live in each of those for? I lived in New York for 11 years, Mississippi for one year, Texas for a total of probably nine months, and everywhere, all the rest of the time in California. And which state did you like living in the most and why? I probably like California the most because it's the most diverse of all the states. I can go to mountains, I can go to deserts, I can go to oceans, virtually anything I want to do. And um, how was your parents' journey to the U.S. like? Or like, how did they come? Did they originally live in the U.S.? My parents were born in the United States, and both of them independently were taken back to Poland uh, from the from the young children up until just before the start of World War II, and then they came back to the United States. Do you know why they came back? I'm guessing to avoid the war. Hmm. And that's all for this segment. Okay, now for the second segment. What was it like growing up? Uh, Life was not always easy. My parents were not very rich. We were uh, constantly poor. Uh, We had food on the table all the time, but uh, when I was growing up, I had to hold a couple jobs just to make sure that we had enough of money to um, you know, bring food on the table and stuff. Uh, things were sparse, but we always had a roof over our heads and generally clothing. Other than that, like what types of things did you do for fun? I think part of the message was I did not have very much time for fun. And it was doing a lot of work, a lot of chores, uh, just to be able to survive. And I did not have much time to participate in sports, 
uh, spend a lot of time with friends after school and stuff like that. I was constantly doing something on behalf of my parents. Oh, how was school life like? Like, where'd you go to college? Oh, college? Yeah. Um, I started college in Southern California in Cerritos Junior College. I was finishing my second year there and getting ready to transfer to UCLA when I lost my student deferment. This was during the Vietnam War. So rather than taking my chances, I enlisted in the Air Force and um, got a training in communications, which was pretty advanced at the time. And then after, well, while I was stationed in at McClellan Air Force Base in Sacramento, I went to college part-time. And after I separated, I finished college at California State University at Sacramento and got a degree in math and a minor in computer science. What, um, how would some of your schoolmates remember you from college or high school? Um, it's a good question. Uh, we just had a 50th high school anniversary and and talk to my friends. They remember me as being kind of a quiet kid, uh, smart, but just not very uh, outgoing. I was kind of shy. But I did have a, a core group of friends that we hung around together. And as a matter of fact, I reconnected with one of them. And we're, we, even though we haven't seen each other for about 40 years, when we started talking, you know, it was like we never separated. So, I, you know, overall, it was pretty good, I think. So, like, a follow-up question to that would, like, so you don't really have any, like, connections with your friends from the past? It's just making newer ones from... Yes, I have most of my friends from the past. I have no idea where they are right now, except for one. His name is Chuck. And we happen to reconnect over the 50th anniversary. I did meet other friends um, at the anniversary, but we just haven't kept in touch afterwards, uh, with one exception. And that particular guy lives in Japan, so I don't get to see him very often. Oh, have you seen him at all for work? Because earlier you mentioned you went to Japan for work. No, he lived in a different part of Japan. Most of my uh, time was spent in Tokyo, and it's, it was called the Shinjuku District within Tokyo. Because Tokyo is a pretty big city. Hmm. And that is the end of segment two. Okay, now on to segment three. What was your dream growing up? My dream was to become an astronomer. I've always liked that because the thought of looking up at the, up at the sky and just trying to understand what's up there and is anybody else looking back at me always fascinated me. So that was my dream to become an astronomer. And before I lost my deferment, I was actually going to transfer to UCLA with an astronomy major. Oh, have you done any actions to like not really fulfill your dream, but to take part in making it come true? Yes. Um, several years ago before, I think it was a Challenger explosion. 
there was a a group effort to have amateurs launch telescope up in space. And I was part of that project working on the guidance software to track the telescope or to have the telescope track itself to different stars and position itself. And we were fairly well along on a project, but uh, after the, we lost the Challenger, uh, NASA didn't give away any, any more free space. So we lost the ability to put a telescope in orbit and the project just died. Oh, is it still something that you like doing today? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, um, right now I'm trying to t taking courses and teaching myself uh, quantum mechanics and um, string theory so that I could understand some of the new developments going on in astronomy. That's really interesting. Um, what did you do for a living or what were some of the jobs that you had done in the past? Um, several things. The very first job I had was working in a factory. And what that did was convince me never to work in a factory, but to get a good education. Um, the second job, main job I did was working in the Air Force. And I worked in communications there. Um, and it brought me a bunch of different types of experiences because we use everything from satellites to cable to high-frequency transmission, microwaves, and everything in between. Then after that, my main job was in the computer industry. And my first job was setting up a network for our computer systems for Xerox computer services. And then I started working on computer hardware. Um, and... I use that hardware to leverage knowledge into becoming a, a good software uh, writer. And I was a diagnostic programmer, a systems programmer. I eventually became a systems analyst and uh, taught myself to learn new things as a technology uh, developed so that I was never behind a curve, but always in front of the curve so that I always was valuable to the company and valuable to myself because I was learning new things. And part of the, what I my last, the last chapter in my career, I was an operational analyst. And there I learned and taught myself how to work in the operational cap capabilities of a computer system. And this means to make it maintainable, reliable, easy to learn, uh, easy to fix, uh, Reliable in a sense that if pieces of it broke, the main system would keep on running. So it was just a lot of fun. And I assume that the last part of your career life was probably your favorite or one of your favorite. Everything parts was a favorite to me because I was always learning something new. And um, I, I always enjoyed a challenge. And I always enjoyed learning something new. And it was something you enjoyed too. It's right? something I enjoyed my whole life. I, I with exception of the factory job, I've enjoyed everything I've done, and um, I, I never dreaded going to work. I always looked forward to going to work. What um, I know that you said you were in the military. What were some of the things that you did in the military? Uh, in the mil military, my job title was uh, tech control. 
uh, which was telecommunications controller. And we were to, at McClellan, we were the hub of all the communications going back east towards Washington and westward towards Asia, which would have been during Vietnam War. And so we made sure that all the communications are reliable. And if there were any difficulties, we'd troubleshoot what our problems were, either work around it or get the problem fixed, whatever it took. Two of my highlights uh, during that was uh, we monitored the Apollo 11 mission from McClellan. And so I got insight into a lot of the communications going on between the ships and the capsule and NASA. And the other one, which is going to sound kind of weird, the French exploded an atomic bomb in the Pacific as a test. And it was kind of weird, interesting, and scary at the same time to watch our communications just fade away because of all the electromagnetic disturbance the atomic bomb caused. Did being in the military, like, change any of your aspects on, like, anything or make you think of anything differently? Um, there were a couple pieces of it. Uh, first of all, I was in the military when, generally speaking, people hated the military in the United States. And there were places where um, I'd go in for food, for example, and it wouldn't be served because I was in the military and um, discriminated like, like that, called baby killers and stuff like that. For a while, it was difficult to make friends in college because it was clear I was in the military because I haircut and everything else. And it wasn't until after I got out, I let my hair grow longer and grow a beard that I could blend in more as an average college student. I had friends, but a lot of them were people that were out of the military already, and they just understood what the problems were. But generally speaking, I learned... Uh, commitment to duty and commitment to my country and my fellow citizens. So, How long were you in the military? Four years. For? I was in it for four years. Now, on a different note, what in life are you most proud of? My family. I think that's what I'm most proud of. We've, uh, My wife and I have um, worked together and we raised two great kids, and each of, the, each of our kids have great families, and we just have nothing but a highest praise for all of them. I like that answer. Thank you so much for doing this interview with me, and thank you for listening.